Yeah, well, it's it's like um, you know, it's like the actor, uh, an actor in a play who, you know, he's playing a role. He's playing the role of a king, or a, he's playing the role of a I don't know, a butcher, a baker, a candlestick maker, or whatever. He's playing the always playing the role of a spiritual seeker in a play. Always playing the role of a spiritual teacher in a play. And there's no problem until he starts to forget that he's only playing a role, and he starts to really believe that he is the king or he is the butcher or the baker or that he is the spiritual seeker or that he is the the success or that he is the failure or that he is the rich person or the beautiful person or the ugly person you know it's when he starts to forget that he's playing a role that's when in a way it ceases to be a play and it becomes very serious indeed then it becomes all about defending my role and protecting my role and attacking other roles you know because they're perceived as a threat to my role um, and then because I mean, what's what's a role in a sense, but a bunch of expectations? You know, um, the moment I see you as, uh, say, I don't know, my my mother or my father, and then what what comes along immediately with the projection of that role is all the expect all the expectations, everything, all all my conditioning, all all the expectations, everything I ex- all the things that I expect of you now that you're my mother, or now that you're my father, or now that you're my husband, or my wife, or my girlfriend, or my boyfriend, or my employer, or my spiritual teacher, or my therapist, or or my client, all these all these expectations, all these expectations, and now once I've got you in a role, I've also got myself in a role because they. You know the the roles are always um always always opposing. You know in in a sense um because thought is always dualistic. It works in opposite. So the moment you are my mother, I am your son. The moment you are my father, I I am your son. The moment you are my therapist, I am your client. The moment you are my teacher, I am your student. The roles always reflect each other. They always always reflections. So the moment I know the moment I know who you are. I know who I am and I know who I am in relation to you. And that's where it all begins. Who as like who am I in relation to you? And we'll do anything we can, won't we, to keep that person in that role because if they're in that role then we know who we are and we feel safe because they're in their place. Uh, uh, yeah, if I know who you are, I know who I am in relation to you. If I have a story about who you are, mm. then I have a story about who I am in relation to you and yeah there's a safety and a security in that because it's like we'll do anything to not be no one we'll do anything to know who we are you know we'll, we'll do anything to be able to tell a story about who we are because there's the, the fear that without the story you know without the story of who I am it's like I'm nothing without the story of without the story of who I am who am I without the story of my past and my future and my achievements and my successes and my failures and blah 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 without that whole story that I tell about myself who am I? Am I any? Am I actually anything? Like, do I even do I even exist? Do I even exist in time and space without the story that I tell about who I I am and the story that I tell about who you are and the relation between them? That's why um, often when you know relationships end, I, I remember you know years ago, um, I think I I think I just been dumped by my girlfriend or something. Um, it was about I don't know it was about seven or eight years ago or something and I, I had been dumped by my girlfriend and we'd been going out for about a year and I remember um, I was sitting on the coach um, I think we'd just broken up and I was sitting on the coach travelling back home and 
it's almost like I was experiencing what had just happened as a kind of death. I, I really felt like in the pit of my stomach as though someone had just died. Something had just died. It really felt as though something had just died or someone I loved had just died. And the crazy thing was, I was not, no one's actually died. Like my girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend, she's still alive. So who's died? This is very strange. Like, I really felt sick. And I suddenly realized that actually, well, something had died. What had died is the role. You know, the, the role of boyfriend, actually, because the moment I lose girlfriend, so my story was that I had lost my girlfriend. Mm. I had a girlfriend and I had lost my girlfriend. And I'd been so focusing on, on all of that that I missed what was really going on. It was really about me. It was really about me and my, my identity because without girlfriend, I could no longer be boyfriend. And I, I had known myself as boyfriend for, I mean, however many months or years or whatever. And, you know, suddenly that I could no longer be that. So the, the, real, the question was like, who, who am I if I am mm. not that? That's, I've known myself as that. I've known myself as boyfriend. And now, who am I in the absence of this role? Who am I in the absence of this boyfriend identity? So that, that's actually the death that I was experiencing. It wasn't, it wasn't the loss of girlfriend. It was your own death. It was the death of boyfriend. It was, the de it was my own death. Mm-hmm. You know, and then of course there's, um, because what, what we do, like we don't want, we don't want to face that death. So of course what we quickly do, we, we turn against the other person. We start calling them names and fighting with them and telling stories about them and how awful they were and, you know, and how... I didn't need them anyway. Blah, blah, blah. I didn't need them anyway, blah, blah, because we... Yeah. Or, or we go and drink ourselves into oblivion or we go and... Or we just quickly go into the next relationship just to, to block out the pain. Because really we're facing death. We're always facing our own death, like all the time, identity death. I mean, that's, that's, that is the only death, is identity death. Is that as illusory as someone passing away mm. that it's not about that person dying it's about your own identity shifting i'm sure it's, it's exactly the same mechanism it's the same thing it's loss of my role so like when 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 mother dies when when mother is I mean, within our story anyway so the story is mother was there mother was here and now she's gone we think we think mother was here and now she's gone somewhere so mother has disappeared mother is absent Mm. or father or sister or brother or friend or, or, or whatever let's just say mother so when mother dies son dies that that's what or that's what begins to be threatened is my identity as son i've known myself for so long as my mother's son i've known myself for so long as son who am i when mother is no longer there to oppose or to create oppose create to to create identity as son who am i in absence of Son, it's not really about death of mother. You know, but you, you, what we experience is, is uh, what, what we're really grieving for. I mean, ultimately, is death of son, death of it's my it's my own death. It's it's my it's my own death. I think when someone that we love dies, what upsets us so much? It's not so much it's not so much their physical body ceasing to function because we, we were never in a relationship with a physical body. It was, it was never about the relationship with the physical body. Um, you know, because what, you know, when you're talking to someone on the phone, their physical body is, isn't there. And yet you can have a full, you can, they can be really an intimate, really intimate 
connection conversation you you know it feels like they're really there and you're really close and that that love is still there so it's it's so obvious that love has or relationship has nothing to do with with the physical body and yet we, we're so identified with the physical body we're so identified with our own physical bodies and so we think when so when that physical body that i've called mother ceases to function then you know, the thing is, that's not really what we're grieving over. What we're really, grie- what we're really grieving over, because it was never about the physical body. What we're really grieving over is, it's like loss of relationship. We think, I, this is terrible. I will no longer be able to be in relationship with mother because she's dead. She's gone. So what we're what we're really grieving over is, is, um, it's like the now it feels like there's an absence of something. There's an absence of relationship. I'm no longer, um, I can no longer call her up. She's like when I call her phone, it just keeps on ringing. You know, she, she's never going to come around and visit me again. I'm never going to. I'm never going to see her, her body again. But the thing is that that was never. Um, I mean, the, the the true relationship, the true love, transcends all of that. It really, it really transcends all of that. That so that when you start to realize that. Um, who your mother was was who was who you really are who who you really are beyond the story of who you are is it's not was but is it's the same consciousness it's exactly the same consciousness who you are beyond the story of who you are beyond the story of your role as son is who your mother is father is sister is brother is friend what whatever beyond the story of their role so who who mother is beyond mother is who you are beyond son and so in that sense that that intimacy that that, that's that total intimacy can't die can't die but the things we we get so focused on the story of lack the story of what's missing the story of what's gone the story of what's not there anymore that we end up missing what's actually still here what's still present what can't die or even what might happen um, to that person. It's about not wanting to experience whatever we're experiencing. So we try to run after its apparent opposite, don't we? Yeah. So please don't die. I don't want to feel sad. Yeah. You know, it's about what what you don't want to feel. Or even, yeah, please don't die. I don't want to live without you. I don't want to experience what I perceive as the abs- your absence. I don't want to experience it, yeah. I don't want to live and, and experience your absence then that really brings into question what does what does that really mean someone's absence so what's someone's presence and someone's absence these are the questions this is what it really comes down to in the end what does it mean for someone to be here and what does it mean for someone to be gone what does it what does that really mean and is is anyone here in the first was there anyone there in the first place was there any was there anyone there separate from what you are in the first place so who who were you really in a relationship with you know, was it was there really a separate person over there, or were you in relationship with with your stories, with 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 your roles? Which you know, this this the roles, the projections, the story of son and the story of mother. It was all your projection. What was actually there? What was actually there beyond your projection? What was there beyond your story of mother and your story of son? What what was there? And can that die? Was that and was that ever? Um, was that ever there in the first place, and, and therefore could that ever die? You see, 
if all we relate to is a role or a name or whatever it is, and that role is based on me, and I don't really see other. All I see is、mm. a projection of me and my own stuff. Then no, that person was never there, and、mm. we don't really. Ever see anyone else do we? We don't. We don't see the other. Exactly. We- I mean, the, and the, the test is the test is so. Right now, try this little experiment. Um. So right, right now, I mean, think so. Just think of someone you love. Um, it could be mother, father, sister, brother, someone who, um, like out there in the world. And in this moment, for all you know, they, you know, for all you know, they, they might have just died, and you, you don't know yet. You haven't received the information yet. You don't know yet, but right now you still experience them. I mean, you can still. So, if you think about your mother or your father or your sister or, your boss or, or someone that you love out there, and you can experience them now. You think you 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 know you you start to get an image of what they're doing, where they are, and you, maybe a feeling comes up of you know maybe a, a warm feeling or a not so warm feeling. But in a way, that's that's、um, that that's all there is. That's all. That's what you've ever experienced. Even when they're in front of you and that they're definitely alive and kicking, all you experience is the different various sensations. We kind of split up into sound, sight, and、mm-hmm. whatever else, sort of tactile stuff.、Um, all we ever experience is that, exactly. isn't it? And like if you if you think you think about that person now, and you、uh, you know and and get a, an image of that person and get a feeling of that person, what what you feel about them, and and, and you know and and then、um, you know one day. If, If if this person dies, you know, after after they've they've died, you'll when you think about them, that's that's exactly the same image and feelings that that will come up. Except what what will be added to it is a little label that oh by the way they're dead. It's essentially the same experience. It's the same experience, but with just with a little label oh by the way they're dead. But without that label, that, that without the label that now they're alive, and then one day they'll be dead. Or without the label that once they were alive and now they're dead, the experience, the essential experience, is the same. Like every like this, no, no one is outside of you. Like no one exists out outside of you. In a way, they they all appear, you know, all apparent others. They just appear in this intimacy that that you are, and they can't actually. No one can actually leave this intimacy. You know, that's that's why a lot of people, you know, when when they've they've lost a loved one, you know, maybe a a husband and wife, and they've been together their whole lives, and then one of them. One of them dies, and and the other one, maybe after, maybe after some time of grieving, they'll say things like, "Well, it it feels like she's still here. It really feels like she's she's still here. Like somehow, for a while, it felt like she was absent. But now that that feeling of absence has dissolved, and it feels like she's still here. Because in a sense, in a sense, she is still here. Like what what she, all the all that." Happened was the body ceased to function, but the point is, it, it was never about the functioning body. It was never about the body. You're not you're not in a relationship with a piece of meat. You know, you're in a in a relationship with a person, which is your story about your a person to you is your experience of that person. So a, a person. Doesn't exist outside your experience of that person. What you know about that person, what you think about that person, what you feel about that person, your whole story, all your images and thoughts and memories about that person—that's that is the person to you. That is the person to you. 
And that never changes, does it, really? Even even if that body dies, the same sensations are still happening. That still goes on, doesn't it? So there can't really be any death, can there? No, that, that, in that sense. That doesn't die. You know, your, your um, feelings, images, memories, you know, that, the way a person feels to you, that's, that can't die. And, and then you start to wonder, was there actually ever, ever anything outside of that? Did I ever experience anything other than my experience of that person? Did I ever really experience anything other than the way that person felt to me, the way, the way they seemed to me, the way I related to them? Did I ever really experience anything outside of that? Or was, was that the person? Is that the person to me? I mean, and outside of that, all that happens is a body, a body ceases to function, a heart stops beating, breathing stops happening. But outside of that, what actually ceases? What actually ceases? You know. I mean, it is. I mean, the, so the real question underneath all that is really who who dies? What dies? What dies? Does a does a person die? Or or is it um. You know, is it is it a body that dies? I mean, what what dies? Is it it is it a relationship that dies? Or is it an identity that dies? You know what what what's actually happening? What's actually happening? The actually the intimacy with that person in the midst in the midst of their their grief is in a way come to discover that no one's missing. In a way that that's that's the core story behind grief, isn't it? That this person they were there and they've gone. Like, I miss them. They are missing. They are they are missing from my world. There's something missing in my world, and it's this person that I that I love and that I loved, and and there's nothing I can do to bring them back. That's that's the core story of grief, isn't it? If you think about a movie, think about you. You know, you're watching a movie, and you're watching. You know, there's in a movie. There's lots of different scenes, and you know, you're watching all these scenes in the movie, and at no point whilst you're watching a movie do you say to yourself, wow, there's, you know, there's something missing in this scene. This scene is missing something. Because as every scene in the movie is, is complete. It's a complete scene. It has a beginning and an end. And it has certain, certain characters appear in the scene. But you know, the scene itself is complete. The scene itself isn't missing anything. It's not missing a character. Like, there are the number of characters that there are in that scene. Like you would never say to yourself oh, whilst watching a scene, mm, there's, there's something missing from this scene, or there's, it's weird, there's someone missing from this scene, there's, there's someone who should be in this scene. You don't say that, that, there's just the scenes in the movie. You know, and you know, even if, even if there's a character that appears, say a character appears in the first scene in the movie, and then you don't see that character maybe until the, the final scene in the movie. In the scenes in between, you're not saying to yourself, "These scenes is there's something wrong with these scenes. They're, these scenes are missing someone. There's someone's missing from these scenes." You would never say that to yourself. And even if you know, like a scene itself, even if within within a scene there were like two characters within that scene talking about someone who was missing. So there's there's two characters with it within the scene talking about someone who's missing from their lives. You still wouldn't say to yourself, "There's someone missing from this scene." So even if the characters are talking about someone who's missing, 
there's still no one missing. All that's happening is someone's talking about someone who's missing and maybe experiencing someone being missing. But actually, no one's missing. They can't, they're within life because life is everything. Nothing can be missing from life, just like nothing can be missing from the scene. The scene is complete. So life, life, life is complete. Nothing can be missing from your life. Like, because life itself is, is complete. So even the, the experience, so the experience of missing someone, nothing's missing. Nothing's missing from that experience. That experience is a complete experience. It's, it's, it's a complete experience. It's, it's the experience of missing someone. And that experience is present, isn't it? Exactly. So that experience, there's no, that experience is not absent. That every experience is present. It's a present experience of missing someone, of feeling that someone's absent. So feeling someone's absence is absolutely present. It's absolutely present within this scene. So that, and that presence is what you think you're missing. You know, you think you're missing the presence of someone. But you can't actually miss presence because that, when you talk about the presence of someone, what, what are you actually talking about? You're talking about this presence, the presence that you are, the presence that they are. So that presence is never actually missing. What might be present is feeling as though someone's missing. You know, what might be present is the feeling of absence. But the feeling of absence is absolutely present. So there's presence even within the feeling of absence. So actually nothing, nothing can be absent from life. Nothing can be absent from your life. Nothing can be, nothing can be missing. Nothing can be absent from your life. But what might, what there might be is, you know, the story that something's missing, the story that something's absent. So it's about rediscovering the presence, rediscovering presence within that experience. So then in a way it becomes, then in a way it becomes perfectly okay to grieve in that sense. You know, grieving, this, this isn't about trying to stop grieving or getting rid of grief or it's like perfectly natural. Grief is perfectly natural. Um, but in a way, you know, even within the most severe grief, th th this, this invitation is always there. The invitation is always to rediscover wholeness within that experience. You know, so, and that's what you're, that's what you're really longing for is, is wholeness. It's not actually about getting the person back. It's about, you miss wholeness. You, you no longer, you no longer feel whole. You say, I no longer feel whole because this person has gone. So you think that, oh, I really want, I want the person to come back. Then I'll be whole. But of course, it's not about getting the person back. It's about rediscovering that there is you are already whole that, you, that there is already wholeness you don't need to get the person back to be whole what you are is already whole and within that wholeness there may be the experience of missing someone but it's still it's complete you know the, the experience of missing someone is complete it's a complete experience so then then you're free in a way to completely experience grief like experience it completely experience completely missing someone and know that no one's missing uh, and there's no there's no paradox actually there's no contradiction it's i mean it, it, it sounds like a complete paradox it sounds almost absurd you know crazy but it's 
when you really recognize what you really are, who you really are, some, somehow absence and presence, abs, you know, absence and presence, they, they seem like polar opposites. And you start to see that actually there is no division between absence and presence. And therefore, actually, there is no absence and presence. There is no absence and presence of someone. That, that there's, there's no it's like absence and presence. It's, it's a false division, actually. There's, there's, there's just wholeness. To experience the absence of somebody, there has to be the experience of somebody first. Yeah. You know, in that moment, for there to be the, exactly. sen- the sense of them not being there. Exactly. So, you, like, you get, um, you get, you know, so you, you get the, you have the experience of someone and then you you remember that they're not there anymore. Yeah. And you yeah. agree. And that experience of that person is no different from the person be, being there in front of you exactly. when they're alive, so to speak. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, a lot of people when, you know, when someone I love has just died, they'll, they'll be, say, walking around maybe the supermarket and maybe they'll, they'll see some oranges or something. And mm. then they, they suddenly remember that, you know, the, the one that they loved, loved oranges. And maybe, maybe for a moment, there'll they'll be like a there'll be like a memory of this person. There'll, there'll be a feeling of this person, a memory of this person, and it might be it might be quite pleasant. It might be quite joyful, and then suddenly the story begins. Oh, oh God, they're dead. They're they're missing. So it's like, but first of all, you experience them as present, and then you tell the story that they're not present. They're absent, and then it's like it's just this war begins in a way. Um. So it's like the war between presence and absence, presence and absence. Um, but I love, I love what Byron Katie says. Actually, she talks about this. She says that, um, you know, it, it's like when something like that happens. It's like they're or like when, say, your, I don't know, your your father died or something, and then one day you're, you're just you're sitting at home, and suddenly, like he pop he pops into your head. You know, like a, you suddenly you get this memory of him, and she just says that's that's him coming to visit. Mm. You know, he, he keeps on coming back to visit. But what we do, we remember him. And then we go into the story that he's dead and he's no longer here and that we miss him. And in a way, we, we, it's a way we, we don't allow him to come to visit because we're so busy going into our story of loss and of absence and, and of death. Like, in a sense, this is just a, it's kind of just a pretty way of talking about it. He doesn't, he doesn't literally come to visit, but it, it, it is like that. It's like um, he's just there, like he's there. Father is there. Father never left. You know, father can't leave this. You can't leave. No one can leave life. No one can leave this this presence. You can't leave. Ev- you can't leave everything. So, in a sense, you know, he's he's every time you remember your father or anyone that you you know that's died who who you've loved, who you love, it's like they're they're just they're just popping up to say hello. They're just coming back to visit. But it's like we we shut them out because we're grieving in a sense. So then we experience their absence. And actually, they're always present. Everything is always present. There's nothing, nothing is absent. Everything is just present because it's part of this present experience. So he's, you know, your father is coming to meet you in this presence as the memory, as the experience, not as some sort of separate ghost entity thing, but as, you know, as, as, as your experience of him. You know, literally, that's your father. That's your experience of him. It's it's appearing again. Your experience of your father is appearing again. He's and is as real as and is as real as it ever was. It's as real as it ever was. 
you know, maybe you were walking through the supermarket years before when he was still alive, and that same the same experience appeared. It's just that now the same experience appear appears. Like he's coming to visit you, and then you go into the story. Oh, he's absent. He's not here anymore. You know, I miss him. Well, and there's of course there's nothing wrong with feeling that. I'm not saying we shouldn't feel that at all. I would never say that. But the point is, he's you know he's here in this presence. He can't like he can't he can't leave this presence. He can't. I mean, what you might try and do is block him out because it's too painful. I mean that that's what we do. Like we don't want to remember because it's too painful. Because when we remember, we go into our story of absence and of death and of missing. So it becomes too painful. So like we we block him out, and then which of course reinforces our story that he's missing, and we feel even more separate and more lonely. But actually, when you realize that he was never separate from what you are, your, your father, your mother, your sister, they were always just appearances within your experience, then really, you know, who, who dies? Really, who, who dies? And that appearance happens in the same place, doesn't it? It appears in the same place as any other appearance. Yeah. It's just one, not two. Mm. Exactly. What appears here? Yeah, yeah. It all it all appears here. You know, mother, father, sister, brother, boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband. <laughs> it's all they're all just appearances within within this space, like within this intimacy. So it's like the whole world, the whole world, um, and all the characters within your world. They they come to. It's like it's just again. It's a poetic way of saying it. It's like they they come to meet you in this intimacy. Like nothing, nothing actually has ever been separate from this intimacy. Nothing can actually leave this intimacy. In a way, you can't ever be separate from anyone. No one, in that sense, no one can ever die. You know, and that's, and I think everyone has a sense of that. Everyone has a sense of that. You know, when you, people say things like, "Oh, you know, when when you really love someone, they can't die." And I think this is what they're trying to get to. Mm. You know, when because. This is love. What, what this intimacy is, love. And nothing actually can leave this love, you know. So, what, but what what might appear in this love is the story that someone has left. What might appear in this intimacy is that someone has left the intimacy. But of course, that's just happening within the within the intimacy. So really, so within this intimacy, what might happen is the story that someone's missing. But of course, that's that's not that is not missing from the intimacy. Nothing is missing from the intimacy. Nothing's missing from the movie. No, it's it's complete. Yeah. No. So what? So what? You know. So what? You are is what your father was. What you are is what your mother was. What you are is what your sister was. Your brother was. Your friend was. Your your whatever was. You know what you are is what they are, or they were. They are. I mean time. Um, so that's why it feels like when someone that you love, when someone you love has died, it feels like, although you know they're dead, in one, in one sense, the, the body has ceased to function. In another sense, you know that they haven't died, like they're still with you. Because they, of course they're still with you, because they are, they've always been with you. They've always been with you. Everybody has always been with you. So of course they're still with you. 
we, we think we're talking about death, but then when you really look, we're talking about life, about everything appearing within this intimacy. We're actually talking about we're actually talking about life and what's hap- what's actually happening now. Wait, so when you were on on the coach after just splitting up with your your girlfriend, um, yeah, and experiencing that death, and like you said, you're really experiencing the death of that identity, and the identity was shifting. Mm. I guess that was like an invitation, wasn't it, to you? opening up and moving away from this contracted identity to something kind of bigger yeah exactly it was like life in a million different ways will always show you what you're not you know it's like because suffering will be suffering is you know is the great pointer in a way it's like jeff you know you you're not who you thought you were you thought you were this boyfriend this you thought this role defined 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 what you are and now life now life is showing you actually Look! Look how easily these roles are taken away. Like, look how easily these roles die. Doesn't doesn't that show that that can't be who I really am? If it can crumble, if it can dissolve so easily, if that role can be taken away so easily, it can't be what I am. We're afraid to experience death. We're afraid to experience our own death. But the thing is, we're dying in the, in that sense. We're dying all the time. These little identities are falling away, or trying to fall away all the time. But we don't. We don't want to let go of them. And we do have anything we can to hold on to them, don't we? And to reinforce and manipulate mm. other people to reinforce our sense of self, our identity. Mm. So that kind of shows, doesn't it? It's, it's doomed to death. It's doomed to fall away mm. because we'll do anything we can to hold on to it. I mean, why? Why do we manipulate so much? Why do we? Why do we hold on to our Certainly. girlfriend or wife or husband or whatever? Mm-hmm. Because it's about us, isn't it? Not wanting to experience our own death. So. Because on on some level we know that you know when when physical death happens we know that all these roles are going to fall away, you know boyfriend girlfriend wife husband friend or oh, guru disciple whatever, you know um they're all going to fall away they're all going to be stripped away, so it's like we the beauty of it is that we don't need to wait until death to see this this can be seen in the midst of life, it's like it's like to die in the midst of life. This is death is always happening in the midst of life, but we don't we don't allow it. We don't allow it to happen. We don't allow it to happen in the midst of life. We're so busy trying to cling on to life, and of course, as long as you're trying to cling on to life, you're scared of death. And so the the fear of death, because the more you cling to life, the more the fear of death. But of course, what, what we don't see ultimately is that what we fear the you know what we fear, death is actually life. So actually, we're running away from life. We're running. We're 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 avoiding life. We're running away from life. We're not really running away from something called death. There is no death, in that sense. You know, we're, what we're running away from is the experience of grief, is the experience of loss, is the experience of losing this role, losing that role. It's an invitation to really experience that grief. Grieving over the loss of the known, in a sense. I, I knew, I thought I knew who I was. And now I realize that I didn't know that. That I can't know that anymore. So it's like a plunge, plunge into the unknown. And it can be a very mysterious place. It's an invitation to see that love is actually a lot bigger than you ever thought it was. You know, it's infinite in a way. It can hold, it can hold everything. It can hold anything. Well, as a way to end this month's podcast, I'd just like to read out a couple of extracts from two of your books. Mm. The first is from 
The Revelation of Oneness, Dialogues on Non-Duality and Spiritual Awakening. And the second is from An Extraordinary Absence, Liberation in the Midst of a Very Ordinary Life. There's just oneness, and in that, different stories arise. It's oneness playing. Playing the role of different characters. We are being played. We are being playing. Love is when nothing is between us, and there's never anything between us. There is only love. <laughs> 